This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. This is what I got to say. All right, welcome to our awesome edition of the Authentic Entrepreneurs. I'm Stu Saunders. I am Nick Foley. And today, we, on this episode, oh, and by the way, Nick, before we start, um, I hope you had a very festive uh, Christmas. Both Nick and I celebrate the Christmas holiday and uh, with our families and our friends, so I hope you had a great Christmas. I did. I had a great Christmas. It was, uh, it was very relaxing. Got some time to spend with the children and played lots of games, opened lots of presents. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. What was your, uh, what was your favorite moment of Christmas? When uh, Two moments. When uh, Bryn came down and saw the dollhouse that Santa uh, put together for her. And it took uh, Santa and his helper three and a half hours to, to do on Christmas Eve. And when she came right. down on Christmas uh, Day, she looked at it and said, wow, that's amazing. And then uh, something caught her eye in her stocking, which was like a, a small little ball that she could p- continue to play with for like 45 minutes. And right. <laughs> that right. was a great yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my second moment is when I said, Brynn, did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? And she went, almost. <laughs> I thought that oh, was no. I thought that was great, but then uh, the, the, she quickly recanted and said, "Thank you, Daddy, and thank you, Mommy." And I just thought it was so great. She's at that age where she's just like, you know, showing gratitude. And yeah, so it's yeah. good. How about you? Uh, two two favorite moments of Christmas. Uh, three actually, very quick. Uh, one of them was uh, my daughter Christina, uh, my oldest daughter, hosted Christmas this year. Mm, nice. So we had Christmas at her her house with her husband, um, and so that was kind of cool to. Uh, for Eric and, and, and Kay to to host Christmas, and I've always had the house um, to host Christmas in uh, for the you know for the most of my adult life, and uh, so that was great just to be able to go to their house, and it was she kind of saved the day and, and made a wonderful dinner, and we had just a, such a great time, and I'm very proud of both of them. Um, my other one would be um, my amazing wife, who uh, I got her a Christmas gift. She got me a great some great Christmas gifts, and I'm very grateful. But she is obsessed with honey, honey, honey. Yeah, but a specific honey called um, Hannigan's honey from uh, from Saskatchewan. And I got once as a speaking gift. A teacher got me her family somehow related to the Hannigan's honey, and uh, I got this as a gift. And so I uh, <coughs> she loved it, and I've been trying to get it. Kelsey, a friend of mine who used to work with us. Um, she brought me some from Saskatchewan because she now lives out there and we were running out with two small jars I finally got a hold this is great actually a great story about about entrepreneurship very small family honey farm in Saskatchewan award-winning creamed honey and I tried to get a hold of them through their uh, email and, and and through their social media and through their and, and finally I, I went old-school and called them and I talked to the owner, um, and uh, he, he and his wife run it. They have a couple of staff, too. And he, he said, uh, I don't ship small amounts of honey because you know, we don't really do that. And uh, ended up sending me 12 one-kilogram containers wow. of honey. Um, and we wrapped them. Uh, Ash here in the office helped me uh, and wrapped them all in different boxes and things. So Jenny thought she was getting all these gifts and it was just more honey and more honey and more <laughs> honey and more honey. So we now have, I think, 15 kilograms or 12 kilograms of honey in our house nice. that um, we will never go through. <laughs> and if uh, the end of the world comes, we can survive on honey yeah. for the next two to two to three years. Uh, so that was good. And then finally, uh, to your to your thing, what you said about the, um, 
uh, your the dollhouse you made. The, yeah. the, I guess there's a big, big oh yeah, you could, yeah. It was, it was small was family big. could live in there. Small, yeah, exactly. It's like um, maybe some hobbits could live in there. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I, I I always watch SNL. I love SNL mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live, and uh, I watched the the special this year with Matt Damon. And one of the best skits I've ever seen made me think of Christmas with my young kids. My kids are all grown up now, and you've got young kids. Um, but it's Matt Damon and his wife, and they're reflecting on their day having a glass of wine. And they say, it was the perfect day. And she's like, did my mother bother you? And it flashes back to like the mom giving criticizing her buddy. And he's like, no, your mom's great. Or like, and I can't believe you built the dollhouse yeah. for our daughter. Did that take you long? No, no, no. It was no problem at all. He says, and then it flashes back to him smashing it because he can't get it together. And <laughs> and then it's like it was just it was just great. And I yeah. just and then at the very end of the skit, it says, no matter how bad it is, it's always worth it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I thought that's like such a good like it was a funny skit. But it was like such a good true moment. Like the Christmas season, the festive season when you get together with family, whether it's for Hanukkah or it's for Christmas or New Year's. You know, a lot of work and planning goes into that, but um, I think it's it's makes it, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And it so is. those are my three things. Saturday Night Live skits making me think of you, <laughs> um, my daughter and her, her amazing husband, uh, Christmas, and uh, giving my wife honey. Perfect. That's, that sounds like a good, uh, well-rounded Christmas. I will say we were, uh, Brooke and I, my wife and I were pretty excited because of the fact that on the Costco box for this uh, dollhouse, it said uh, assembly time estimated six hours. And I think to myself, why would they put that on the box? So it's defeating. Exactly. Like, like, I'm like, well, I said, to Brooke, oh, why would you even buy this? And I was like, it's, it's 11 o'clock. We got back from my parents' house. Why would you, like, so at five in the morning, we're going to be done. Yeah. We're like, no, I can't take that long. And it didn't. We got it done in three. So we're, we're, maybe right. we're above the curve. I and don't did know. You, but ha, was there together you did it? Yeah. One, wait, we had one, uh, one blow up. One, one argument? Yeah, one argument. Because her mom, who will never listen to this podcast, so I can say it freely, was just like lurking. And then saying like suggesting things, yeah, th and but not helping, like on the couch oh, watching the, yeah. And it have was you thought like, of do doing this? Yeah. Well, how can you, you put a screw that? here? You should have put a screw there. Did you there. read that correctly? So Why don't you use the instructions? Exactly. So I'm behind the dollhouse, being like, and, and, and Brooke's seeing that. And then one time she said something, I said something back, and her mom's like, "Okay, guys, now let's not fight." And I'm just like, "Oh, you're causing more help than you're." Anyway, yeah, it's it's it aren't, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Christmas time. <laughs> it's just it's so, all good. It's it's all good. It's all good. And I'm just you know we're so blessed, really. To, oh, yeah. to live and look at this this is uh, Portia uh, gave us gifts Amazing. while we were back in the studio looking forward to getting it and, Christmas, and it's Christmas, Christmas sweets. sweets she yeah. said yeah perfect well thank so you Portia sweet treat from, from, uh, from Portia thanks Portia thanks Portia thanks Portia uh, so now that the Christmas season is done uh, the festive Hanukkah is done uh, Kwanzaa is not done yet it'll be done soon um, but all the, the the holidays are all over it's time to start thinking about if you haven't already the 2019 year and so this is our new year's uh, special and we're, we're talking about making it the best 2019 ever and if you're on youtube you just saw me reveal on the screen behind us the theme for this week which is best 2019 ever and i thought it'd be great to take some of the experience i've learned over the years working um, with different leadership uh, people and different things we teach in our leadership programs uh, protocols systems um, you know on how to really build out a great 2019 and as an entrepreneur, you often um, are, have a small team. Maybe you're alone. Maybe you're just starting your business. Maybe you're a solopreneur. Um, and you, know, you, you kind of can feel lost. And you kind of feel like, how do I go from A to B? And how do I take A to Z? Which is how in Canada we say Z, Z. is Z. Um, but, um, and so you know, how do you get from point A to point, you know, whatever, farthest way you can? How do you build your business? How do you make this, this, this year exponential? Uh, in growth, 
how do you make um, you know this the best year personally, both physically and and health wise and uh, and business wise and family wise, spiritually, all that stuff, wealth. How do you do it? And I think it can become overwhelming. And I think we put too much pressure on ourselves with um, with uh, um, New Year's resolutions. I think those are overrated. I think those are um, silly. And I think January 1st is the worst day to start anything, for the record. So I'm going to just start by saying my number one rule has been for the last, um, I can't think of my adult life, probably since I was 19 years old because... You know, back in the day, I don't do it anymore. Back in the day, New Year's Eve would always be like a, you know, your crazy yeah, gong, show. gong show night. And uh, and so people would say, you know, on January 1st, I'm going to start doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to start eating healthy. I'm going to go for more athletic. You know, I'm going to do, I'm going to write in my day planner. This is a long time ago. I'm going to, now it's like, I'm going to use my phone less. I'm going to get off social media. I'm going to reconnect with friends and family, whatever it is. And then January 1st, you typically are a mess. Mm-hmm. You're exhausted. You've been partying all night. There's not a good time for you to start doing anything. So I would say if you're going to start something, forget January 1st. The new year can start on January 2nd. Mm-hmm. And the new year can start whenever you choose it to. You, you can have a new year. From whatever day it is, 365 days later is another year. Yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> it could be on January 12th. That could be your new year. So yeah. we shouldn't get caught up on January 1st. I think if you want to do like a mo- any Monday, any first of any month, whatever you want to do, any Sunday, but it's good to pick a day to start the, uh, stuff. But I think January first is is hands down the worst day to start anything. I would agree. And you know, it's funny too, where they'll say, and I'm sure there's probably numbers somewhere to suggest this, but it's like, you know, memberships for, for gyms skyrocket yes. at the beginning of every year. Skyrocket. And then they tail down by March, right? Yeah. And, and so... At my gym, they said, you know, we're looking, we're looking forward to January because yeah. they will make all make you know more money in january than any other month they make right. so much money in january yeah absolutely so, so and so yeah so you're so speaking to your point you're right i mean starting uh starting any kind of new year's resolution on the day on january 1st or january 2nd then all of a sudden all of a sudden it's like well january 2nd you have something going on it's january 5th and you're like wow can't really start january 5th and then it's yeah. like well maybe i'll start february 1st yeah and it's like well now it's february and, and then yeah. it just goes you know you look for i i don't know where i where i read it but i heard it or read it somewhere where it's just like you know, it comes down, it stems down to uh, taking action. And it doesn't matter if it's a Tuesday at nine o'clock or January 1st or February, July, or whatever the case may be, the moment you start to say to yourself, all right, today I'm gonna take action and I'm going to put a plan into place is the moment where you're going to make, you know, the best year ever. That's it, it doesn't matter, like you said, it doesn't matter if it's July or January. Yeah, and I think, um, I think, I think that when you, people put so much pressure on you you know, and they ask you constantly, what's your resolutions? What are you going to do? What's new? You know, what are you going to do in 2019? What's your new thing? And, and I think that also adds to it, too. I think there's great weight in putting out your, 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 your challenges to other people. Like, I think it's great you and I, um, you know, we, we try and challenge each other to, to, to accomplish our daily routines um, and, and be that kind of that check-in. My friend Greg Wells, who we're going to have in the podcast um, next month, um, he challenged me about two weeks ago to join a 21-day uh, health challenge over the holidays. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I have now, I think it's been 10 days, um, but I, for the first time in my life, went to the gym on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Boxing Day is in Canada is a, is a, is a big day um, of rest and usually, you know, buying crap. Yeah. 
Um, but and it, it's been a challenge. So, so it's been great because there's six guys. There's myself, Greg, and six guys. Greg used to be a very competitive swimmer, Canadian team. Um, and all these guys are very athletic guys as far as I, I don't know any of them. Um, but, you know, they come back and say, finish 24K run. Finish 6.5K swim. And I'm like, I did a 3K on the treadmill. But that doesn't, that doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But good, it, so good for you for recognizing that. The fact yeah. is that you did it, right? And, I, and, and Greg, always, Greg will always, you know, he's in Hawaii right yeah. now, and he's like, he just does it. You know, he just, I did a, a run along the beach. I did a 3K out in the ocean. Yeah. Like, it's amazing what he's doing. But he always, he'll throw a little note to me. He's just saying, like, you keep doing it. Like, yeah. don't, 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 measure, don't measure yourself against everybody else. Exactly. And that's part of making resolutions is you're measuring yourself against other people yeah. and other successes. So just do what you can do, but do it consistently, which we talked about a while ago in, our, in our, one of our episodes about consistency is more important than yeah. quantity. Or, Absolutely. So... Um, just just do what you can do and do it well and do it consistently is better. So that that's kind of a good point too. So I think the first thing we talked about so far is is you know don't be hung up on January the first. Mm-hmm. And number two is be consistent over over the quantity of things you're going to do in your resolutions or in your new goals you're setting for 2019. Well, I, I know for my myself what we follow um, and I, I like in your businesses do too. We follow the the school kind of system, right? From September to June is when I'm really the most the most busy. Yeah. And as far as like my goals for like you know as far as my businesses go, is I spend July planning for my year. Mm-hmm. And I know that mm-hmm. you're a you're a big planner for Jan or for uh, your years as well. Mm-hmm. And what I find it's it's an it's a nice way to do it because when I'm when I'm getting busy and I'm getting in the in, in the throes of everyday entrepreneurialism. Um, I can look back and reflect back on my calendar and be like, am I where I want to be when I plan this in July? You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, we'll have something for one of the companies and be like, oh, I want to do this. But then I look at it and be like, well, that's not pragmatic or that's not practical right now because we went in a different direction. But what it has always given me is that intention, that, mm-hmm. that, that sense of, okay, here's a 365 day look at where I want to take my businesses over the next year. Right. And then I find that like and we can get into our practices here, but I always find that like December is, you know, between December and New Year's is when I get really self-reflective on, you know, what am I going to do for my time, my relationships, the impact that I want to, to leave on people, my body and um, uh, my my expansion. So like how am I, how am I going to, you know, <clears throat> Um, what am I going to put into my head, right? As far as what am I going to learn new? What am I going to, you know, right. we'll get into that more specifically on later episodes. But yeah. I'm curious, like, how do you, so what are some of the things that you, those are some of the things that we do or that I do. And I'm also, um, so for businesses, I do it in July because that's usually my slowest month. And I just try to have a, a 365 day, 52 week look of here's what I want to do for the next year. And then every month I try to have, you know, eight or nine kind of, you know, goals either for, you know, money saved or, you know, what I want to do as far as my body goes. Like I said, I use the, the tribe message where it's like my intention is to is to um, spend more time with my family. Well, how am I going to do that? Well, my habit is, is I have to be very intentional with my time when I'm working. Right. Yeah. And so I look at intention, habit, intention, habit, intention, habit. And I go through those realms of my life and and really try to, you know, really try to focus on that in July and then business or in January, December type time. And then business stuff is is usually in the downtime for me, which is quieter in the summer. Right. I think I think the the reason why January is such a big deal um, for businesses and, and people just in general is because it's a very tangible measuring point. So you can say in 12 months. Sure. Because you're 2019, so by 2020 I will have done A, B, and C, and D, whatever. And uh, so I, for me, for goal setting, and I want to kind of talk about this. So um, if you're cool with that, can we talk about goal stuff? Yeah, of course. Um, 
So I, I would say, uh, so uh, some big things that, that I do, um, first off, is I have a couple of journals. Um, so these are kind of my two journals that I, I work with, work on, work within. Um, and the first journal is just a, a personal journal that I write in almost every day. Um, uh, I, I'm not as consistent as I'd like to be. It's one of the things I'd like to work on in the next 12 months is being more consistent in my journal. Um, but I probably write on average about four to five days a week in it. Um, and then the other one is this journal I picked up last year, um, which is called the Full Focus Journal. And the Full Focus Journal comes from um, a guy named Michael Hyatt. And Michael Hyatt is or just a, he's a really great, um, I don't actually don't know much about Michael Hyatt other than this journal. I, I've tried author, to, he's, a, he's, he's an author, author and yeah. he's a speaker and he, he runs some, some, some programs. But um, for me, I like this because it breaks down the days into really wonderful, easy to, you have a daily big three, you have a, an hour by hour, uh, you've got a, a sheet here to um, kind of do your daily tasks. But what I like about it most is it has, um, and I think you should do this, this is a great thing people to do. So an example of it, and we're not gonna, I don't wanna really, we won't really zoom in on this because it's kind of, but, so it has a goal detail. And so you write down your goals, you write down all the things you wanna do. Um, and then it asks you, you know, like, where, where is this where is this domain so is it spiritual uh, parental intellectual social emotional vocational physical avocational marital or financial and so you pick off where your goals are going to sit and this one was like a, my, my one month of daily habit routines and then you kind of break it down and then it says next steps and I love this part here it says your reward um, and so like what will you do what will you get not only like I'm not going to buy myself a great bottle of wine or whatever which is a great thing to have that type of reward but it's also like what will my life look like if I was to actually accomplish this stuff like if I was to actually so I at the beginning of the year I was right in, in my journal I'll write a thing called my what if list and my what if list is what if I did these things so it's like it's assuming with the end in mind what if I did work out every day 365 days a year what would my look like life look like what if I did journal every day? What if I did open up my computer and wrote a page for a book in there? What if I cut out this out of my diet? What would my so it's a what if list? So I write my what if list, and I kind of do it in a way very objectively as I can, as honestly as I can. So not only I can try and paint that picture to say this is what things will look like if I follow this. So I kind of get that that picture because you know. You know, I'll give credit where credit is due. You know, my one of my mentors, Robin Sharma, who I spent ten years working with, you know, uh, learning from, he always says uh, a, a great line that says, "With clarity comes mastery." And so, if you have ambiguous goals, you have ambiguous, or if you have like big ambiguous, just out there goals, you're going to have ambiguous out there results. But if you have clarity about what you want and you know the results you're gonna get, you'll have mastery. So Robin always says, with clarity comes mastery. And I think that's huge. And I always tell kids at camp and our staff at camp when I'm working with them, is when you're setting your goals, be as clear as, paint the picture of what your life will look like if you succeed at this. Don't just <clears> say, I wanna do this. So what would your life look like? What would your business look like if you did A, B, and C? What would your health look like if you did A, B, and C? And be clear, be like, you know, I, I remember, I'll go right back again. This is another another you know story I learned from Robin was years ago, it was uh, November. It was 10, 12, 11 year, 12 years ago now. 
it was November and Robin brought his, his kids up to my camp and we had a bit of a mini retreat for Robin's kids and his nephews and and uh, Robin said I'm gonna take this three days and plan out my next year I'm gonna build out my year so this is another thing this is like I think number four on number number four is build out your year look at a 12-month year as a business and say in January this is what I want to do in February March and April and build out your year see what those flag posts those points are in your year that you want to get to and so he's I'm gonna build out my year and we're gonna he's, he's gonna start where I want to be in on January 1st 2020 this wasn't then but now so in 2020 if we're having this conversation again Nick and I, you and I hopefully we're still doing the podcast and we're up to thousands of subscribers and viewers and listeners or whatever I, I mean that we're now on Spotify by the way we're on Spotify so make sure you check it out on Spotify if you don't use iTunes um, but where do I want to be in 2020 build the year back to where you are today right so don't start with like I want to be here or there do this or that like so you know Portia wants to, our one of our works on the podcast she's amazing wants to be in school so picture yourself in school work your year back Mm-hmm. Um, you know how do you how do you get to that where you want to be? So anyway, he's over. He's at camp, and uh, we're walking. It's a beautiful night. Sun, the moon is shining on on the snow, and, and, and you know, and and Robin says to me, "Where do you want to be next year? Oh, no, where do you want to be in five years?" And listen to this, entrepreneurs. This is gold. Uh, it was a game changer for me. Uh, where do you want to be in five years? It's just him and I walking, you know. Beautiful night out in the woods, having a conversation, and I said, "Well, in five years, I guess I want to, you know, I want to have a relationship, and I want to, I guess I want to be a bit thinner, I want to lose some weight, and I want to be a little more healthier, I guess, in five, you know, five years, and I want my kids to be happy, and I guess I kind of I want the business to be, you know, in a better place, and maybe we're making a bit more money and a little more secure in what we're doing." And I'm just kind of saying this stuff, right? Like we all say, and then Robin looks at me and he says, "So you have no idea." And I said, no, 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 I'd like to be healthy. I'd like to be you know, financially better. I'd like to be, and Robin says, so you have literally no idea what you want to do in five years. And, and I looked at him like, why, you know, and what I did, I was, I felt I kind of like had failed in this mm-hmm. question. Yeah. And he goes, who doesn't want to be healthier? Who doesn't want to have more money? Who doesn't want to be in a better place? Like, yeah. no one's like, what's your goal? I want to be more depressed, yeah. have less money. Nobody in my life. Have nobody in my life. Yeah. I'd like to be living on the streets. Yeah. Like, no one's saying that, right? So everyone says it's the ambiguous. Like, when you see someone, how you doing? Doing great. great or I'm yeah. doing fine. Sure. Like, maybe you're not, but you just say the crap, right? Yeah. It's just what you just say. And so he said, I can tell you in five years the weight I want to, the weight I want to be at. I want, I'll tell you the, my, the, the number in my bank account, the number of people I've spoken to, the number of books I've sold. I can tell you. And it was one of the more eye-opening thoughts. When someone calls you out, so entrepreneurs, I'm going to call you out. Building a bit, building a bigger or better following on Instagram is not a goal, right? Why do you want a bigger, better following on Instagram? What's the why? What's the end result? What's the what if at the end? So, what if you had a bigger? Why do you want to do that? So, I guess the point of the story is, and I'm trying to be as 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 honest here and as and as and as, as challenging as I can. I'm so sick of seeing this quick fix crap on social media that I know people I love and care about 
are just like throwing crap out there and throwing a hashtag is going to help them. It's not. Old school, write it out. Clarity precedes mastery. Write out your what if <clears throat> list. Write out, you know, you know, write out those small steps you're going to take to start to get there. But start at the end, start at the finish line, right? Yeah, the end of mine, yeah. If you look at marathoners, marathoners will look at a 26 mile race, 40.4 kilometers, whatever it is, race, and they will, they will, they will walk. Often, if they're really good at what they do, they will walk the entire course before they race it. Really? Professional golfers, before they golf in any, I heard this, I heard this Tiger Woods was talking about this, even though Tiger Woods is arguably one of the top three or four golfers in the history of golfing, before he does any tournament, the day before he walks the course. Right? He looks at every hole. He may have played that course a dozen, 20, 30 times. He walks every course. He, uh, you know, he sees the different, and he, and he works back. How do I get the whole, from, the, from the hole to the tee and the tee to the hole? So he works it all the way back. We talked about you know, go back through every small thing. It may seem insignificant. It's not just about getting the big result. It's the insignificant small steps on the way that matter. Clarity precedes mastery. Be clear. It's like what, what, and go back and listen to the great episode with Alan Stein talking about uh, Kobe Bryant, yeah. 3.30 in the morning, doing the absolute most basic, repetitive um, skill, skill training that he was, said he would teach a middle schooler. Yeah, the basic, yeah, that yeah, became master at it, right? And then he said, why would you, you're <clears> the best <throat> in the world. Why would you do that? And then he said, with great respect, why do you think I'm the best in the world? Yeah, exactly. Because often entrepreneurs think about how to become rich. Mm-hmm. That's the all they're thinking about is how to become rich, how to become famous, how to become the next Gary Vee. How do I do this? Yeah. And it's, that's not how you do it, period. And that's, we're going to talk about another episode, the hype bullshit that people have out there with these shows, these, 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 this, this stadium hype crap. That anyway, that's I've talked a lot. Go ahead. No, no, I, I mean I, I I agree. I think it's one of those things too. I think I'm very I'm very I'm very passionate about, and I need to be more passionate just for myself. You have to be passionate about your damn goals. Be passionate. Be know the reason why you want to do it. If your why, you know this. You talk yeah. about it. If your why is big enough, yeah, your how will show up. Your how will show up. It's Simon Sinek. What is the why? What is your why? Yeah. Well, absolutely. And how often have you heard in, in conversations with people who are entrepreneurs like, "Oh, this is going to be a gold mine." Right? If you come up with that intent and, and you don't have a plan, you know, you're not going to get, you're not going to no. be any further around than you were yesterday, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the big thing that I've heard or that I've, that I've learned as, a, as an entrepreneur and, and getting back into, you know, setting goals and, and, and things of that nature is, is trust the process and, yeah. and embrace the process. And I think, you know, Alan Stein said it and, and Gary Vee always says, I just finished one of his books, one of his first books, uh, Crush It. And, um, and what he was saying is like, if you're not in love with the process, then, and you're only, you're only met, like you're only obsessed with the end result, mm-hmm. you're going to be in trouble. Right. And yeah. I feel like, you know, people who do a lot of these, you know, books and seminars on, on goal setting, the ones, the, some of the ones that are, I find are the most effective are the ones that say, have a goal, but understand that there's tasks that go with that goal. And you're only as competent or you're only as successful as the level of your habits. So if I have a goal to have, you know, as you were talking about, if I have a goal to have X amount of dollars in my bank account by the end of the year, and I'm spending money on $12 coffees and, and orders and things like that every day, yeah. that's not 
that's not conducive to what my goal is going to be. You know what I mean? And, and like, you know, talking about building out the year, I'm a big believer in that. Another thing too is, and you and I talked about it just in conversation, uh, you know, last week, I was reading a book by Brian Tracy and he said, write down your goals every single day. And what that does is it puts it in the front of mind, but it also write it down under the impression or on, with the intention that you already achieved it. You know, yeah. I have reached, you know, X amount of dollars in sales for 2019. I have helped X amount of people in 2019. Well, I have, you know what I mean? And having that kind of mind, but what happens is when I find that I started to do that every single day is that I start to write down and I use, and I was mentioning it earlier, but I didn't get to the, the rest of the point is from Christmas until New Year's, I, I really try to map out, you know, my, my personal stuff. My, I map out my, my, my year stuff in July, mostly for my businesses, but really try to lean into my, my personal things. And, and so if I have 10 of these goals, say I want to have a home gym in, in my, um, in my house, because I don't, I find that during my day, I don't get to the gym very often. And I find if I don't do my workout before seven in the morning, then I'm not going to do it. So mm -hmm. my goal is to have a home gym. Well, what's the process in order to do that? Well, I got to finish the basement. I got to check for water. I've got to, you know, put this, I got to save money. Yeah. I've got to, you know, equipment. find the equipment, right? I got to do these sales and yeah. things. So what I'm finding now, and this is what I'll say to our, our, our entrepreneur friends that are listening is it's great to have a goal, but make sure that when you do, and it doesn't matter how astronomical, I'm not here to say that you'll never accomplish. I'm here to say, good for you. Good for you. Have the big, big audacious goals, but make sure you have an action plan to get there. You know, and if you're not sure what your action plan is, then I'm sure you'll talk to them. I'll talk to them and, and I'll, I'll walk you through what my action plans are. And hopefully you'll have, you know, hit us up, like message us because we want to help as many entrepreneurs as possible. And, and the reality of it is, is that if you have a goal with no steps to get there, no timeline or no intention. We well, have no clarity. And no clarity. Then like you said, you have, you have no clarity. So you need to have your intention and your habits. So my intention is to be efficient with my time. Well, what are my habits? Well, I want to make sure I prepare my meals. I want to make sure I plan my week. I want to make sure I pri prioritize what I say yes to. I want to make sure I meditate. That's how I'm, that's, that's my habit to make sure I'm intentional, you know? And I feel like if you can write down what your goals are, what my intention is and what your habits are to meet that intention, then chances are you're you know at the end of your year you're going to be successful more often than you're not yeah but it, yeah i think it all comes down to i think i think you have to have okay so here's here's part of it too so setting goals for 2019 is you know when people always could talk about um you you threw on it there a second ago big you said hairy or audacious goals which is a reference to jim collins uh good to great which is a wonderful book but he talks about BHAGs. And BHAGs are big, hairy, audacious goals, and I think that's it's a great, it's a great thing to remember. Big, hairy, audacious goals. I remembered it, um, but it doesn't mean anything. So we took BHAGs in, in a camp. We teach kids about flags, which is fearless, life-altering goals, um, which I think is more visually understandable than a hairy, audacious goal. So big, li uh, fearless, life-altering goals that if you completed this goal, your whole life would be changed, right? Um, so it's good to have those. It's good to have the hairy audacious goals or the life-altering goals. Um, but you need to have everything to, before that. And so I think, as you said, I mean, you've got to break it down yeah. to the small steps. And so have a fearless life-altering goal. I think that's great. I have nothing because I, you know, I think one of the disservices that we do in schooling and education is we actually teach young people, not just I went to, I went to as an adult, in my 20s, I went to a workshop that I paid money for, $300 for a one-day program, $400 for a one-day program, uh, and we learned about um, goal setting, and uh, we learned the SMART goal system, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, which stands for SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, 
realistic and timely. Um, so specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And I think if you if you want to do a goal setting, if you want to build your business, you want to build your life to some next level, some another level, when you put attainable and realistic, that's not goal setting. That's 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 a to do list. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think your goals should be lofty. They should be huge, and they should be you know dramatic, and they should be rich and wonderful and great stories. If your story is good enough, if your goal is a good story which goes right back to the what if I got this, what would my life look like? Mm-hmm. Um, then you're going you're gonna to have more reason to do it, more excitement, right? If you don't get excited about what you're doing, you're not going to get up and do it, right? If you need to set 15 alarms to get up in the morning to do the thing you're supposed to love doing, then you're probably not really loving it or you don't, your, your why is not big enough. And I get getting up is hard and the battle of the bed is hard. Um, but... I don't know. I just think like you've got to have a story so rich and so wonderful. You've got to have the same story, and it's it's great that we're doing this time of year. You've got to have this your your story, your goal, your audacious goal, your your life altering goal, whatever it is you want to do this year, the next twelve months, should give you the same feeling as you were when you were six years old, and it was Christmas morning. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's your morning of your birthday, or the morning you're going to go on that trip to Disney World with your family. Or the family. anticipation of Christmas. That, yeah, morning. like where you're like you can't you know? sleep and you're super Christmas excited, Eve, and you get up yeah. at four thirty, and you get like, oh my gosh, where am I going to get? Your life should be a gift. Yeah. Your goals should be gifts you want to open and you want to absorb and you want to, you know, and they should be specific and they should be amazing. Which is why I think we give too many gifts to kids so they don't get excited about it. I one gift I got right, like the one when I got a, when I was a kid, I got a Commodore VIC twenty. Your blank look doesn't mean... Doesn't, oh, I will look that up. Yeah. <laughs> the Commodore VIC-20 was a computer with a cassette deck. That's how you put programs on it. It had 3K of, me- 3K of memory. Okay, so this has got 64 gig yeah. of memory. This had 3K, <laughs> which is three bytes. I don't know what 3K even is. It's not a lot. It's like, I don't know what 3K is. I, I can't even measure it. I don't even know. But and my mom paid about $300 or $400 this computer. And um, Commodore VIC-20... But it was the one gift we got, mm-hmm. you know, and it was ridiculously exciting. And I just, you know, kids get exhausted to open their gifts. It's like you get exhausted if you have too many goals. Mm-hmm. You have too many things out there. You're getting too much stuff. You're trying to accomplish too much stuff. It's like a kid now who gets too many gifts. Yeah. And the parents get pissed because they're like, my kids don't appreciate the gifts I buy them. Or they get, they, you know, they don't, they don't. Well, because they have four Christmases now, four days of opening. You know, Christmas is now like Hanukkah's, you know, multiple days of giving Christmas is now multiple days yeah, of giving yeah. so your goal should be specific you should have that one I had one Christmas growing up you should have one big goal one big so I don't know I just got carried away there well no I think if you I, have that one a goal. seasonal a seasonal uh, reference a seasonal analogy yeah and it's a good analogy and I realize that that's one of the things that if you're not as excited in February as you are in January when you start then there's a problem with your goal Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and it's like I know I know goal settings overused, and people are often saying like, you know, do you want to join this program? They're all probably really great, but here, if we're gonna break it all down, what are the three things you need to know? So I'm an entrepreneur. I'm listening to this. If I'm if I'm gonna give if I'm gonna give advice to people that are listening or watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Um, if I'm gonna give you advice, my one thing, my my three things would be this: one, be 
uh, under, have an understanding of what your why is, why you're doing it. You know, you and I run several yeah. different companies under the umbrellas on which we went, but we all, we talked about this on, on previous uh, episodes, is that we, we were very, very clear on what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Yours in the realm of your leadership, mine in the realm of inclusion. Everything that we do is predicated on those two things. Mm -hmm. So what your why is. Two is, for me, is trust the process. Mm -hmm. Every single day do something. On New Year's, or on, on Boxing Day, I got a, I got a message from uh, one of my colleagues who said, can you take a look? I finally got, a, I got around to doing this. I quiet morning can you take a look at this we need to send it out to we're starting a new nonprofit chapter in, in uh, with the, one of these schools in the new year and she's like just take a quick look but I, I counted that as doing something for you know our, our nonprofit there was one thing so trust the process get understand your why trust the process and and my number three is my number three is do so, do it consistently you know, consistency, consistency is key. Over, and I mean, like you said. Over quantity. Over quantity. And consistency is mastery as well. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So for me, it's trust the process because there's going to be times where it's going to be dark and you're going to be the only one working on it. And it's hard to get out of bed or it's hard to stay up late working on it, whether you're a night person or a morning person. The reality of it is, is have a compelling why. If you have a compelling why, then it will fall into place. Number two is trust the process. And number three is, is be consistent with it. That's, mm -hmm. that's the one thing that I would say, or the three things that I would say to young entrepreneurs listening is it's like, if you're doing one thing every day, I know it sounds cliche, but one thing every day for 365 days a year, that's 365 days more are things that you're doing. Towards, steps toward, towards. Absolutely. And I know you. this, and I know you, you could probably speak to it. I know when things are going to be, I can feel it. I'm putting a program together. And I'm like, this is going to be great. And whatever I use as my metric for greatness is up to me. It's subjective, might be different from you, but I get that sense. I'm like, I'm excited about it. Yeah. You know, I want to talk to my colleagues about it. I want to get up in the morning and be like, oh, I can't wait to look at this. I can't wait for this video to come back and look at this stuff. I know, you know, you're similar in that capacity. It's just like, you can feel it. It should fire you up. Absolutely. And if it doesn't fire me up, the, I, the reality probably, of it is. Probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And well, I, there's I, a reason or you're, why. You're you got to pivot. You got to change, change direction. It. You got to you know, like I, when I do OSLC, when we run OSLC, which is the Ontario Student Leadership Conference, for those who don't know, it's the largest leadership conference in the country, multi-day leadership conference in the country. Um, I've been running that for 20 years. Yeah. I've been attending it or being part of it as a speaker or the running it for 27 years, I think, 28 years. And there are, I will, every day, every year, sorry, when I do it, I will stand in the great room, which is, the big ballroom that we put two and a half thousand people into every year, and uh, and I will I will I will stand there and I will close my eyes right before we open the doors I'm behind the booth. My eyes are closed right now if you're watching on YouTube, because I'm putting myself in that room, and I can actually like I take a big deep breath in, and I have the same excitement. Twenty years into running it, as I did the first year I took it over, and I have the same enthusiasm. And any event you run, any service you sell, anything you do, if you're just trying to get it done or just trying to get through it or you're not excited about it, you're not, you should not be doing it. It's not for you. So when you set a goal this year, 2019, whatever that goal is, close your eyes, take a big deep breath in, think of yourself when it's done, right? Yeah. Your why. Like, why am I doing this? What will my, what if I do this? What will my life look like? And if you don't have a smile on your face, butterflies in your stomach, your heart's going a bit faster, if you don't have that feeling, reevaluate, drop it, or change. Yep. And that mm -hmm. is how you, so are you, are you, are you, are you losing weight because everyone tells you you should, 
or you're losing weight because you need to, you want to, you're excited to be healthier, you're pumped to be healthier. Are you quitting smoking because everyone's telling you you should do it or it just seems like you should do it or you actually want to be able to live a longer life? I smoked for 16 years yeah. and you know, there was, a, there was a moment where I said, I need to quit because I, I, I want to live a longer, happier life. Mm -hmm. And there was a health scare, and my why was so freaking clear and so freaking huge, there was no question. And I, I quit cold turkey, right? Because it was where I wanted to be. Right. And so um, your goals this year, entrepreneurs, whether they're personal or business, they better excite you. Yeah. And, and, and do it every single day. And be pissed at yourself. I said pissed three to four times now in this episode. But you should be angry at yourself if you're not angry at yourself for not being or not doing it or not completing it or not doing that task. You should be angry at yourself for not being angry at yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Take action. And that's what it comes down to, right? Is like you don't need inspiration to take action. Your thoughts don't define you. Your actions do. 100%. Right? And so if you are going to look for inspiration, it's not going to happen. You will only find inspiration once you start to take action. It's amazing. All the inspiration will come. All the inspiration that you need will come the moment you start to move towards your goal. Your thoughts don't define you. Your actions do. Yeah, and be clear, 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 clear about what you want to do. Clarity precedes mastery. Thank you, Robin Sharma. He has a brand new book out, The 5 a.m. Club. I got it this winter. I'm going to read it. Um, you know, he doesn't need my doesn't need me to promote it. But um, the point being is, is you know, and that's a game changer too. We get we could talk for hours. This is a long episode. We got to wrap this up. Um, but another big game changer is is your habits in terms of your goals. Your habits have to have to connect with your goals. Yep. Right, so you know what is your what is your morning protocol routines? What is your evening protocol routines? What is your whatever it is you're doing? You know, reevaluate that. Make sure that you're able to do what you want to do to get to where you want to go, um, and break it down so that it you know into smaller bite-sized steps or bite-sized moves, and you're going to be able to do it. But you know, uh, my only my at the end of the day, if you're listening to this, and I hope you are listening to this, and I hope you've taken some notes, I encourage you if you haven't to go back. We've given a ton of information today. Open up your journal, write down those things, create your big three, big four, big five, big six for the year. Uh, I don't think you should have 10 goals this year or 20 goals or 30 goals. I think you should try and get one, two, three, no more than five big goals this year. They may, you may finish them early and add more. You might reevaluate <coughs> six months from now, but get your big five goals, your big three goals, your big two, your big eight, your, your one big goal. I don't care what it is for yourself. And I would do this. I would do it in your, in your personal life. So for you, for your family and friends, and for your business. Th those, are, those are kind of the three areas I would focus on this year. I would do three of those, uh, one of each at least, two, two, no more than five. And I would break that back down again as to what happens if I did this, what the rewards be, and not just buying yourself a new phone or going out for dinner, or getting a glass of wine or a bottle of wine. That, you can add those rewards, nothing wrong with that. Monetary rewards are great. But I think more importantly, I think the reward should be what you what the success will look for you and your, yeah. look like in your life. Will I be happier, healthier, wealthier, um, whatever that is? Um, but but make the reasons clear. Make the process clear. Break it down to individual steps. If you do those things, you will succeed. Stop throwing shit up on the internet, hoping to God that's the right idea, mm -hmm. or focusing on getting more likes and more followers like you know we're guilty of it too you know we look at our podcast and you know we look at how many subscribers we have on youtube 
how many comments and likes and ratings we have on iTunes or Spotify. And it, it does it, it does make you question what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, crap, like we have 150 followers on YouTube. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. If it's worth it, you invest the time. Exactly. Patience, 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 right? Yeah. Consistency and patience. And we're in such a such a society right now of like instantaneous gratification. If I don't see results, it's not worth it. Like if it's if it's if you enjoy doing it and you and it's worth doing it, like this podcast, we're giving we're giving this away for free. All most ninety nine percent of podcasts are free, so we're not we're not breaking new ground here. You know, outside of building the studio, the cost of this is is, is just our time. Time, yeah. You know, and and so to me, it's worth it. Um, but you know, this this is this is I'm gonna go. We're gonna go. We gotta wrap this up. Let's wrap it so up. So we're gonna get. You're gonna give. I'll let you think about it. You're gonna give your three best tips, you know, quick tips on a good 2019. Okay. I'll give my three best tips, but I wanna say this before I do. So you're gonna go first, I'll go second because sure. I'll leave the time to think about it. But I wanna say this, this is, this is what I'm, 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 uh, I need to say. Um, I think, and I'd be interested if we're doing this podcast a year from now. I, I will, I want to be, I hope to be. I'm yeah, not planning not to do it. But I think 2019 will be the most transformable, trans, transformable year. Trans, is that yeah. right? Transformable year on a global scale that I've experienced in my 48 years of life. So the next 12 months on this planet, in this country, in our society, will be the most, be more change happen in the next 12 months politically, socially, economically in the next 12 months that I've ever seen in my 48 years. That is my prediction. I think it's scary. I think that we're heading towards some major changes. And I think the entitlement, which is happening right now, is going to come crashing down because something's gonna happen that's gonna make it and force it to crash down. That sounds so dramatic, I realize that. But I do believe in my heart of hearts, I'm a reader of news, as many people are, I'm I, I'm a, I'm a, I love history. It was my my one and history and drama were my only two good courses in high school. It's a new podcast. Um, yeah, and I loved history. My father was a, was a was an amateur historian, and he loved history. And I love looking at this through objective lenses. And I think that the ride that we're on right now, the bull market that we're, we're we've experienced for 13 years, is going to crash. It almost crashed last week. It recovered yesterday. If you're not, I don't know when you're listening to this, but we had the biggest single recovery in one day, over a thousand points. But I think we're going towards isolationism. It's going to be scary. Politics are crazy right now. And I think you need to start looking seriously at the protocols you're doing in your life on a daily basis to bulletproof your business and bulletproof your family and bulletproof your health. Mm-hmm. Because I think the it's never going to get bad again because we've had a great society of, you know, a great society's been great in terms of financial and mm-hmm. I think it's going to change. So my ultimate advice to you is take this year seriously. Um, set strong, solid goals that will actually move your life and business forward and worry less about social acceptance and more about social consciousness. Wow, that yeah, was good. I like that. Worry, worry less about social 
acceptance. acceptance and more about social consciousness. So make decisions that make the world a better place because damn it, we need them. Mm-hmm. We have an event coming up in April called Epic and my goal for Epic, we're gonna talk about in an episode, was to group, bring together people who had ethical business ideas, ethical practices into a community that could work together and create something amazing and, 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 and hold each other accountable. So that was my point for Epic. Epic is not about me getting rich. Epic's about bringing people that can, can be together, can make a difference and be a change and be around some of the biggest game changers on the planet. We'll talk about that later, but like we need to move the world in a better, and we have the power to do it. Sure we do. Technology has yep. given us the power to actually change the world. Yep. Look within. Yep. Yeah, so that's, those, that's my big call, my prediction for 20. And my call to action for based on your prediction and based on you know people's lives is I'm just going to reiterate what I was saying before because I'm a big believer in it. Have a compelling why. Find your why. Trust the process. Every single day, understand that you're going to have ebbs and flows, but just trust the process that you're on the right path and, and fall in love with that process. It's not about necessarily your destination because that could change as you're pivoting and growing through your entrepreneurial journey. But trust that process and and stay consistent. Just if even if you're doing one simple thing every single day, then you are going to be uh, on. On, a, on the right path when it comes to your entrepreneurial journey. So find a why, trust the process, and stay consistent. What are your three things? My three things are, are not far off yours, but um, my, my three big things for you to do, my challenge for all entrepreneurs, all human beings to do, is, is to get a journal. Um, that's, not, that's just an aside. Have a journal in life. Journals are important. They're not uncool. Have a journal. But in that journal, write a what-if list. Yeah, what if I, like I do the things I want to do? What will my life look like if these things happen? So number one is what it, write it in your journal, what if list. That's important. My, my number, number two is, is very seriously, I want you to, to take some time, pause this, this podcast, go through things we talked about, see if you're on the track, worry less about social uh, acceptance and more about social consciousness. Really important. And, and not just because it's the, it's the cool thing to do. Don't just be like against... Don't just be like all white men are horrible or all women are angry or whatever. Like, have your reasons why. Like, know what you're talking about. Be be passionate about it, but not just because everyone else is. Because it, it's a call to you, and you understand what you're saying. And then number three, look at your end of the year and build yourself back to today. Mm. And and let let Nick and I know. Let Nick and I know how you're doing. And and if we we're always here to help. You know, we, we're always passionate entrepreneurs. We're, we're doing this podcast in hopes that it builds up a community of good entrepreneurs are doing good things and not just doing it for the quick fix. That's what I think what we're doing. That's, yeah. that's one of the reasons. We want to build up a community within this podcast of listeners and, and viewers. That, that it is, it is, it's a healthy and, and, and successful and socially conscious community. Absolutely. Well said. What's your one big goal for the year? Just throw it there. One, oh, geez, I if I if I was to be back, if we if I ask you next year at this time, what's your one big thing you want to say you've accomplished? Is it your sock day? I just threw that out there. Cause I yeah. Think that's a great <clears> well, I was just I was just gonna say that my my one big goal for this year is actually going to happen on February twenty second, and it's to raise uh, twenty thousand pairs of socks individually given to different shelters across the country, and have a community like you mentioned built out in the sense that everybody is contributing in every province to do so. So that's my that's my big project, my big goal, which is a month and a half away. But it's uh, it's it's coming, and that's my big goal. How can people help you? do that you you reach us at uh at webscommunity.com and i will send you all the information you need or hit me up on on social instagram nick underscore fully one send me a uh, dm and i will give you all the information you need but if you go to webscommunity.com i will um and, and send us a message say i want to be involved we'll tell you how to get involved it's just a simple process uh step-by-step process we're just doing sock drives trying to get as many uh items socks and and uh, uh 
donated so we can donate them to the shelters all on the same day. Yeah, and they're good socks, even Andy Thibodeau. Yes, he's a big he, advocate. He, he, <laughs> he actually said they're really good quality socks, yeah. and Andy made a comment, made a point of telling you that. So yeah, it was really great. You What's your rate, Google? If you don't know Andy Thibodeau, look him up. Yeah. He's, he's a great speaker and a Wonderful good friend. Wonderful guy. Um, my, uh, my big goal this year is to, to, to pull together um, and to pull off the Epic community. Um, uh, the epic event in Vancouver, British Columbia, because I think that is going to be a game changer of individuals that will be able to call each other out, support each other, and learn from each other and the great 15 people we brought together to teach uh, business, life, branding, um, health, uh, just to have an epic life in general. So that's my big one. And um, you'll be there at that. Yeah, looking forward um, to it. In Vancouver in April. And we're going to talk about that in another episode about why it's important, I think, to build out good communities and yeah. do learning and learn. Um, so I want to be a ha happier, healthier person a year from now, too. Good. Well, we'll keep holding ourselves accountable for that. And yeah. We'll go from there. And uh, as we wrap this up, talk about next week. Uh, next week, uh, tune in because we have Eric T. I'm going to ask Eric T. how to properly pronounce his name <laughs> when we meet with him shortly. Um, and uh, I'm super excited to, uh, to talk to Eric about um, the workplace, uh, workplace health, um, technology, uh, uh, labeling people, whether it's you know millennials or whatever, um, and uh, and just learn from him. He's one of the most successful young entrepreneurs in Canada. He has been uh, on everything from he's been in the Globe and Mail. He's been on CNN. He's been on Wall Street Journal. He has an amazing history. He's a wonderful wonderful guy, uh, and I'm excited to talk to him. So he'll be next week, um, and uh, so tune in for that. Please don't forget to subscribe. Please do not forget. Please, like, we want to build this up, and we want to hit the little notification bell so you get it on on uh, on, on on YouTube or uh, listen to us on iTunes or, or Spotify. Uh, Mikey says we're on other things too, um, but I know for sure we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, and then we're also on YouTube. So if you want to look right. at our handsome mugs, yes, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. <laughs> if you want to hear our, the, the the sultry tones of our voices <laughs> and imagine what we look like. I look a lot like uh, Brad Pitt in his prime, and uh, Nick looks a little bit. Um, a lot of bit like Justin Timberlake. Yeah, oh, I was going to say... Um, <laughs> or not. I was going to say the guy from Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. Um, Macaulay Culkin. Let's not lose, fact, lose sight of the fact that Macaulay Culkin is a shoplifter. Yeah, but if you, you wanted something funny, look at Macaulay Culkin's new commercial. Oh, that's fantastic. For, Actually, uh, I wouldn't say Macaulay Culkin's a shoplifter. That's a bad, bold statement. Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Oh, yes. Stole a Not the human being. No, not, not the human not the, being. The actor. The character. character. I'm sure Macaulay's probably listening. And he actually, he, he, actually he met, he, no, he didn't that. message me, <laughs> but my son, actually I had Christmas with my kids today and my son and my daughter who are uh, younger than really, they were, been, I don't know if they were old enough for, I guess they would just been really young when that came, came out, but they were like, dad, have you seen the new mm. Macaulay Culkin Home it's Alone hilarious. Google commercial? And it's fantastic. So um, anyway, so uh, tune in. These are our, uh, these are our, our social meds. Again, uh, subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, um, and follow us, uh, Nick Foley, one at Nick underscore Foley one on the social meds and at YLCC stew. And we would love to connect with our, uh, our, our viewers and our listeners and yeah, hit us up anytime. Throw us a question as well. We love answering questions. So yeah, we'll uh, do another episode on that. Yeah. So until uh, we talk next time, thanks for listening. Welcome to the new year. Wish you the best of luck. Uh, may you be a better human being um, than you were a year from a year, year from now than you are today. Be a better person and keep being authentic. Peace out. This is what I got to say.